welcome to the Utah Places and Traces podcast. Lovely people listening here and far. Isaac and Casey, how are you? Doing well. It's been a while. It's been too long. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a hiatus, but... A good one. Yeah. And we got a lot going on to justify a hiatus. Indeed. So Finals. We, oh Jake gosh. and I had finals. Isaac got a new job. Isaac is... is Corporate America personified. Tell the people what you're doing, Isaac. I slapped those golden handcuffs on, Jake. Mm. Um, the mortgage industry is calling. Yeah. And I am responding. Very good. You work for, uh, I, forgive me, I forgot the name. Simple Nexus. Simple Nexus. Yep. Shout out. If you want a loan, go through Simple Nexus. There Sponsor you guys. us, Simple yeah. Nexus. Sponsor us, Simple Nexus. <laughs> Very yeah, good. that's where I work now. I like it. No, good, and good I'm still, job. I'm at Utah Housing Corporation, so Mortgage Brothers, right? It's just fitting that two people with a love for folk music who uh, got degrees in effective and useful things both decided to get their first job in the mortgage industry. And uh, aspiring podcasters, it couldn't be more poetic. That's right, man. Yeah. That's right. It's very good. Yeah. One day this will be our job, Jake. It better be. It will be. That's my, that was my expectation coming in. Casey, what are you up to? Uh, I finished. I'm halfway through law school. Oh, man. Cue the, cue the applause, Isaac. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I am halfway through law school, which is exciting. And I have a job for the summer, which is also nice. Which is? I'm working for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Salt Lake. Oh my gosh. So that will be interesting. She She's the man. She is the man. Yeah. yeah, she's the man and she's... The woman. An extent. She's the woman of the man. She's the woman of the man. Now, obviously, I don't know. We yeah. Can't Enforcing the man. What's more the man? The mortgage industry... Working for the federal government. Shoot. I don't know. Look at all of us. We're both just... We're Cogs all just, in the machine. Yeah. We're all just... Look at us go. That's fun. We're all just part of the system. But hey, big deal though. That's a good job. That's a cush gig and that's that we're very proud of you. Thank that's you. That's super fun. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good experience. Yeah. Jake, tell us about uh, what's new with you. Uh, I've got one more semester in my degree with the U, the MIAJ program, Masters of International Affairs and Global Enterprise. MIAJ, that's what we call ourselves. It sounds a little French, so there's an air of condescension to it that I don't think any of us try to deny. I think we like telling people, oh, I'm a MIAJ student. Mm. And they're like, I took two years of French. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, (laughs) si vous play. Yeah. Um, So I got that going on. And as I said, I've, I've got my mortgage job. I'm also doing a little volunteer work for an organization called the Wilford Woodruff Papers. So it's um, along the same uh, academic line as the Joseph Smith Papers, if anyone knows what those are, um, published by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But this is an independent organization. It's headed by a gentleman named Ed Evans, a friend of ours from California, who I got to know there. He was a, a youth leader of mine. And... Um, he needs some help doing some localization work, getting the company, or excuse me, the, the papers into the Latino um, market, as it were. And I've got some experience in localization. So I'm setting him up with some meetings, doing some cool stuff. So um, <laughs> I learned about it about a month ago. And then in the next week, I have two meetings. And then after that, it's a, uh, kind of an on-call basis, but glad to be involved. So anyways, what's going on with us? Hope you viewer, viewers again, listeners are doing well. If you're viewers, please stop because <laughs> we don't know where you are. I don't know how you're doing that, how but you're good us. on you. But uh, that's what's going on. And today we are going to do what we do best, or at least what we do most, which is talking about um, some Utah stuff. And we're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving Point today. So let's just ask uh, our, our fellow podcast hosts here, what 
of your guys' experiences with Thanksgiving Point been like? When did they start? Recent ones? What do you got? Um, most recently, we went to the... Well, we're going to talk about this. There's five main venues, but mm-hmm. we went to the Museum of Ancient Life with our nieces. And I think we got a lot more out of it than they did. But <laughs> um, it's really... An amazing, incredible resource, really scientific, really fun for kids. And yeah. that's probably, that's my most recent foray there. But we've, yeah. we've been a few times. Yeah. Every time you drive to Salt Lake, you wave to, wave to Thanksgiving Point on the, wave to the water west tower. side of the highway. Yeah. Yep. Wave to the water tower. Um, that was always kind of like a checkpoint when you're driving back and forth Literally, from Salt Lake. Yeah. My, when we lived in San Diego, I was a kid and my um, father worked in Orem. And so that when whenever he was taking us to work or go see him at work, or when we were going to bowl at BYU, we knew that that's like oh, okay, we're on our way. And so bowling we're almost master, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a good, it's a good halfway point between like South Salt Lake County and Utah County. Yeah. So, and we've had some other experiences there, Isaac. We've played there, haven't we? We have, and yeah, we performed um, there. Like folk music very well fits the venue because, and we'll talk about this. It's a very much like farm esque community, and it's kind of the same aesthetic. Um, and, uh, Casey, you said something I really liked. Um, and I think that's going to underscore the whole theme of the episode, which is that you got maybe a little bit more out of that museum of, um, ancient history is what it's called, right? Not natural. I always say natural. There is a, there is, there is a natural curiosity museum on the campus, but But you're specifically referring to the dinosaur. I'm talking about ancient life, which I think is the one that I've been to the most as a dinosaur lover, as a vernalite. Yeah. Yeah. Land of the land of the dinos. Well, very cool. Uh, but anyways, what you said that you got more out of it than perhaps the kids did, I think that's like Thanksgiving point to a T, which is you can go there for family stuff, have a lot of fun, um, but it's not like you're going to walk away uh, having said, well, I'm glad the kids had fun. I'd rather have been doing something else. Like you're going to get stuff out of it, adult kid or otherwise. And it's not uh, as well to say that it's all just for children. Um, in fact, most of it I would say is not, but uh, it's a wonderful place. It's a great place to sow the seeds of science, knowledge, all that stuff. And we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about Thanksgiving Point today. So, a little of the history. Did you guys know anything about how it started? I had no idea. Nope. No. So, it um, ninety five is what I uh, have in my notes here, and which is funny because in my mind, like it's always been around, but I was born in ninety four, so that makes sense. Okay. Exactly same. Redundant thought, I suppose. But here we are. <laughs> um, founded by uh, the Ashtons, Alan Ashton and his wife. And so who was Alan Ashton? Uh, it's a famous Utah name. You'll hear that name a lot um, in kind of the circles of elites or financial heroes or, or other leaders in Utah. But he was a computer scientist working at the U with a student of his, Bruce Bastion, on some computer software. And he created something called WordPerfect. Um, and this is, like, a, it's an early word processor. Obviously, Word document by Microsoft, that's the standard, right? And then you got, like, pages for um, Apple. Uh, but this was this was an early version of kind of what those things would be. Um, and it was later sold to a company, Novell. My dad worked for that company for a while, actually. Oh, no way. For close to a b- 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 billion dollars. <laughs> wow. It's a B. Billion. My dad worked for WordPerfect, by the way. Oh, no way. Oh, Upon yeah. graduating That's... college. Didn't like it, and he quit. Wow. Too bad. <laughs> Poor if you guy. Would, if you would have stuck with <laughs> yeah. it, you could have been a billionaire. Could have been a billionaire. Mark, if you're listening. But, you know, he's, he's Wait, helping. No, you're, to... Are you being serious right now? He yeah, worked he worked at WordPerfect. What did he do there? He did. I honestly don't know. 
I don't even. <laughs> you should ask him. He's, he's my father. I should be. He, he didn't able make to a billion him. dollars. So Clearly not. Sure. <laughs> he was probably a. He has a better path. Probably a peon within the within the company. Okay. It was when um, it was at the tech park in Orem. Yeah. Just north of that cemetery. Exactly. The Orem cemetery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Good deal. I didn't know that. Um. Well, first voice crack of the episode. Lovely. I refuse to let one I'm of mine. I'm surprised it was me and merge. not you. It's usually you. And I say that with respect. Uh, anyways, okay. So, billion dollars with a b b b b right? Okay. He, they, they didn't need to work anymore. They were fine. Um, and as uh, kind of older, very financially well-off folks do on Valentine's Day, he decided, this is Alan Ashton, to buy um, a ton of acres of farmland for his wife as a Valentine's gift actually. Wow. Um, but I mean, acres upon acres and you got the money, let's do it. Um, but they, they were very cool about it. And they said this, you know, they have farmland, but they wanted to give back to the community because they were well off because they had, you know, been blessed financially or whatever. Um, they made it a community center. And so, um, just to give kind of an overview of what it is, it's, it's got a lot of farmland, but it's more than that. It is a collection, as Casey said, of venues, uh, for educational purposes and community engagement. And there's also some space rented to other organizations um, that are not necessarily associated with them. They just kind of rent the, the space and the land, uh, including an, an art studio, uh, other recreational management, a really nice golf course, uh, and some other event halls like we saw and have played it. Um, it's ritzy. It's a pretty nice place. It's a really beautiful area. And I didn't know this, but it's a 501c3 organization, which... Law student Casey, tell us I, what that means. That it means that it has nonprofit status, so... They're, tax exempt. They are tax exempt, mm-hmm. which surprises me because every time I go there, it feels very expensive. But now I feel less bad about giving money. Well, to them. <laughs> and you think about it's it's not it came from a, a well funded source. It's you know it's, true. it's not like this is we need your pennies and and you know dollars to help us keep going. I did go into the tax records just to say what hear what Thanksgiving Point said about what they are mm-hmm. to get their tax exempt status. So. We don't have to include this, but I just want to read it. <laughs> Thanksgiving it. Point Institute. Thanksgiving Point Institute is the name of the 501c3. Is a farm, garden, and museum complex that draws upon the natural world to cultivate transformative family learning. Each of the venues is designed to encourage interactive learning. That is very true. Every venue has lots of hands-on things. It's nuts. There's You can milk a cow, and you can also dig up dinosaur bones, and there's just... It is very hands-on, which is really great. Absolutely. Um, let's see. I lost it. Okay, and then it lists all of the all of the venues. In the 2019-2020 tax year, 2,072,997 guests visited Thanksgiving Point to participate in the many events, programs, and cultural and educational offerings provided by the Institute. 30,951 school children participated in field trips and thousands of children and adults enrolled in classes and workshops, kids camps, after school and early childhood programs, venue specific programs and culinary and horticultural classes for more in-depth educational experiences. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, blah, blah. <laughs> they are really proud of the way that they interact with the community, the way they reach out to families and I think rightfully so. I think they did yeah. a really good job. That's the thing is I, I you know, I kind of want to be like, it's a little ritzy. It's a little, blah, blah, but it's like, it's still approachable. For you sure. You know what I mean? I, I never go there and feel like I don't belong in the ritziness. So I, for what it's worth, you know, uh, and that's by the way, not because I'm ritzy. All right. Uh, if anybody could see our studio here today, 
Ritzy ain't the word. But it's. I beg to differ. Oh, stop it! You. We've got a we've got a, uh, Prince, a Prince album cover album sitting, over here. sitting on the floor. Yeah, how much more Richie could you get? That's true. Yeah, got my Purple Rain over there, and a Dave Ramsey book, and an empty iPhone case, and a copy of The Millionaire Next Door. So, so wow. you're, totally, you're, yeah. Maybe I am. So swallow your words. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, they're books. You know, um, they're good books though. So yeah, Casey mentioned the five uh, main venues: Ashton Gardens. Museum of Ancient Life, the Butterfly Biosphere, Farm Country, and the Museum of Natural Curiosity. They should put you in there, Jake. Uh, for the last one, Natural Curiosity? Yeah. Because I'm curious to look at. Because you're a natural curiosity. I, I am a natural curiosity. <laughs> That's good. Yesterday at work, my, um, my boss's uh, partner slash supervisor, um, I, I made a joke, a stupid zoning joke. And... Uh, my immediate boss said it was, you know, uh, Jake, you're funny. And then she goes, you know, Jake, you're funny when you're not even trying to make a joke. And I, I was a zinger. I didn't know. I don't know if she knew that she was, you know, being a little under the table, whatever. Uh, I freaking love this place. Um, I really like, I'm excited for my son to be old enough for us to justify getting a season pass so I can go to these gardens a lot. I just love them. I love gardens. Um, there's, it's 55 acres, 15 themed gardens within the whole garden complex. Um, I took, uh, my, my wife Camila, uh, there the day that she met my family before obviously we were married. Uh, and there's some really, really, really cool stuff. There's a secret That's garden. Romantic, it's romantic. Oh my gosh. It's just nice. It it's is open. It, it kind of makes you feel like you're in Versailles at times. I mean, we, oh, we've that's been so right, man. in the yeah. Versailles Gardens, have we? have been to the Versailles Gardens. Have yeah. you been to the Versailles? I have Versailles? never been to Versailles. No. Honestly, no, that's... I'm getting ritzier with every minute of right? this <laughs> Our own Versailles here in Utah County. But no, for real, it kind of reminds me of that in, in some areas. Like, it's really pretty. That's true. There's, there's no castle-esque, you know, edifices or whatever, but... Um, it's very well-groomed. Very well-groomed. Very well taken care of. Amazing gardeners volunteers they have i mean yeah there's the secret garden replica there's an italian themed garden i would say that one's probably my least favorite not because it's anything less spectacular but because we're so far from italy and it's kind of obvious you're like okay well got a nice little bust of a roman statue some columns again it looks nice but it's it's just a little out of place for me oh for sure um but they also have a rose garden which is exquisite a giant waterfall complex they do the tulip festival every year um, if you can't make it to Holland, go to Thanksgiving Point. Yeah. Enjoy some tulips. The Tulip Festival, I actually learned that they set a Guinness World Record one year for planting 41,000 tulip bulbs Good in night. one hour. In one hour? In one hour. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A lot of volunteers, thanks to that 501c3. Exactly. <laughs> also, PSA, Isaac's mom asked us to mention this. You're supposed to pay money if you want to take photos within the garden, like official engagement photos or wedding photos you have to pay a fee because she got in trouble once when isaac's sister was getting married and they were taking engagement photos there someone came up to them and said hey you need to pay a photography fee so just a psa for all those who want to capitalize on the splendor you have to pay a little to that 501c3 either that or settle for less professional and official photos and <laughs> just take them on phone. your phone yeah <laughs> you could also do that and then people would be like wow they didn't really you know go all out and you can say we're spending you know we were at the gardens but we didn't want to spend the cash you could do that there's a monet lake which having been to uh, giverny i'm not sure doesn't you know quite I mean? hit, yeah doesn't quite hit the mark oh my but gosh, uh yeah man you guys are ritzy 
You've well, been to Monet's I'm house. Serious, You've man. been to this Versailles. is all on the same trip, same month. Heavily subsidized, by the way. Not, <laughs> yeah. I don't want anyone to think that. Yeah, <laughs> we paid and, for the setup. And it wasn't just Jake and I traveling by ourselves with each other. You Although wish. we would have enjoyed. Boy, that. I'd, I'd go to a garden with you any day. <laughs> oh boy. No, yeah, we were there with the, with the school thing. Um, but anyways, just a lot of really, really beautiful places there. Uh, a giant walking area. And yeah, highly, highly recommend. I'd stay there for hours. I don't know if you guys have any other comments on the Ashton Gardens, but... No, I love it. They're really yeah. nice. A lot of volunteers. And they do yeah. gardening classes. They do. So that's another cool thing. It's one of those things that makes this this kind of organization a little less highbrow and a little more like, hey, this really is a community thing. Yeah, yeah they have expert gardeners from Utah State which is the, yeah, bit, the main agricultural university. Yeah. So that's awesome. Nothing to snuff at. Sniff at? Nothing? What's no, the phrase? Nothing to... To thumb your nose at. Sure. We'll say that. Do you bite your thumb at me? No. Oh, gosh, Isaac. Uh, I started reading that the other day. Oh, good. I have good. like a no fear, easy English to hard oh, to so good. Shakespeare. Yeah, those are, those are fun. Nice. Okay, well, let's move on. Sure. Um, you guys were recently at the Museum of Ancient Life, so why don't I give you guys the, a few seconds here to talk about that? Yeah. Great. I love this place. Dinos. Dinos. Red flag. Casey's from Vernal. Here I have to mention it. So it's a really great museum. And it kind of walks you through the whole evolution of life from the beginning of the primordial soup all the way up until our biggest dinosaurs. And it's really fun. My favorite room is probably the underground or not underground. Underwater. The underwater room because it has all these cool plants and kind of imaginings of what underwater life looked like in pre-Jurassic America, not America, pre-Jurassic globe. Pangea. 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 <laughs> there you go. Did you, I'll, I'll, I have a comment in a minute, but continue, Casey. That's all I have to say. Okay. Oh, what? there. Oh, there is one thing. They have this ancient, not ancient, but kind of older type of fish there that they feed every day. At one o'clock, it's called an alligator gar is the name of the fish. And if you want to be horrified, (laughs) you can go watch this fish eat other fish. Oh, so so like what is it when you say horrified? I mean like they feed little little goldfish to it. Yes. And then they have little kids just like, oh my gosh, how cute. And then (laughs) watch them horrified, wide eyed as this fish just swallows. It's so fast. It just moves really quickly and it just gobbles it's them up a bummer for the goldfish but these kids need to know you know gotta eat <laughs> gotta that's eat. the that's the food chain um my quick comment there's i don't know if you ever saw the episode of the simpsons i don't remember which episode it was but the, uh, mr burns had to get to a safe room at his mansion and the security pad asked him like place of birth and he writes in pangea <laughs> it's really good gosh i love that yeah, i was, love the simpsons yeah, it was classic so anyways no that's a really cool museum they have a giant um like a really big, big screen. Why? Well, that sounds stupid. Really big, big screen. But it is. It's a huge theater size mm. screen. Where they IMAX. show, Yeah, IMAX. Um, thank you. I, could, I don't know why I couldn't think of that. But uh, show a giant, um, I don't know, nature shows, science shows. It's not all dinosaurs. I think they show some other. I think they do um, lots of nature general. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. No, really, really fun place. Really cool complex. And yeah, it's easy as an adult to get a little absorbed while your kids might just be wondering where's the sandbox they can go play in. So there we go. Um, what else do we got here? The butterfly biosphere. You guys ever been to an insect insectorium? Insectarium? No. No? I, I haven't have, even been in this building, actually. I haven't been to this one. I haven't been here either, but I have been to a butterfly um, garden in Colorado. And that's a cool experience. Like, 
you I don't know if you've been to the zoos where they have like kind of these giant cages you can walk in with little cups of nectar and the bird oh I'm kind of far from the mic and the birds can come and perch on your finger and mm-hmm. so those are fun a little anxiety inducing because little you know birds speeding around your head but it's like that but much more tranquil because you got butterflies flying everywhere and it's an indoor garden it's very pleasant very very pleasant place it's a very official insectarium as well they have um, entomologists on hand yeah. on staff it's Utah's first insectarium actually and they also opened recently a leaf cutter ants habitat so you can see kind of how rainforest insects interact Indeed. seems really cool and then Casey read the line that you threw in our notes here um, the conservatory is a USDA regulated containment facility where removal of butterflies is prohibited. Don't so, take the bugs. Don't take them out. <laughs> Keep them it's there. essentially like a national park. Don't you dare take a rock out of this national park or take we'll come for in. you. Yeah. The USDA will come for you. Those guys don't mess around. They sure don't. Heck no. Okay. A couple more quick things. Farm country. I did this a lot as a kid. I have been, I went to this as a kid a yeah. few times, I think. Yeah. I remember learning about anatomy here. Anatomy? Like, as a little boy... Human anatomy? No. Well, anatomy shared between humans and animals. Sure, sure. Yeah, I just remember being like, wow, look at that, you know? Just (laughs) amazed that Uh, horses and other large animals, you know... I see what you're saying. Perspective and stuff. Sure thing. And um, I'm sure sure you caught a couple of breedings, you know? Yeah. It's always good. It was uh, intense. Good education for for a child. Lest the parents think all we do is go around and look at animals in their natural state... (laughs) That there's tons of fun stuff you can do. Like sure. Casey mentioned milking cows. Pony rides was a favorite of mine. Um, just go see the other little... I, I don't think it's like a petting zoo at all, right? Is it? I have memories of a petting zoo, but I... Again, it's been 20 years since I went. It's been a so, while. Yeah. I'm sure they have one. I remember the first time I ever saw the copy of Harry Potter was the guy in charge of the pony riding exhibit. And I just saw him with this book it's and iconic. I'm like, it looks interesting. And then I never stopped seeing that book as a kid. It was just everywhere yeah. from there on out. So it's good. I think I'm of the belief that kids should could should understand kind of what goes on farm wise in the world. Just so they know where you know where the goods come from. That yeah. sort of thing. The farmland is disappearing in Utah County. Mm. Um well I mean you have to go west or south. I'm uh, I'll admit, man, I'm in a development here that used to be farm county. I am part of the problem. Uh, you know, I needed a place to live. But how do you uh, feel about yourself? Conflicted. Because you must be it's ashamed. nice to have a house. Yeah. I admit, it's really nice to have a house. It sure is. But um, no, we I, I we need land to just look at and enjoy. Yeah, that's my amen. Uh, I could I guess I could have said it more passionately, but that's the honest truth for me. And that's why Thanksgiving Point exists to remind Indeed. you of the of the goodness of the natural world. That's right. Gosh dang it, you're so right. Okay. And the last venue is the museum of natural curiosity which i've never been to have you guys been to no russ i'm gonna give russ another year and a half it's a new one it's newer jake is my museum of natural curiosity oh joke recycling isaac (laughs) (laughs) if it's not above it (laughs) (laughs) if it ain't broke that's funny man (laughs) the the last thing this isn't like a venue or anything i just wanted to say if anyone wants a good rabbit hole to go down holdman studios is a stained glass art studio located on the Thanksgiving Point campus. Um, and gosh, it is just gorgeous. If you want to go to the website and see all the stuff that they do, they do a lot of work with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, to do, you know, they do a lot of stuff in temples. They also do private stuff for houses. Um, and if you go on, you can see some of the... Wait, what kind of art? I don't know if you Stained glass. It. Okay. Yeah, stained glass art. And for example, I'm trying to find one here. 
on a portfolio. Yeah, like just as you know, someone with enough cash decided they wanted a nice grand entryway with some stained glass doors, and it's absolutely gorgeous. So, I highly recommend if you want to go online and lose a few hours in worthwhile um, art viewing, go do it. And it's not like it's all ritzy either. There's a nice. Um, when we lived in Springville, the Springville Rec Center has um, some stained glass done by these guys. And if you, I don't know if you guys have been to the university, excuse me, Utah Valley University, at the mm. library there. I've never been there. Okay, no, they, but it, I've heard about. I've yeah, heard really about cool kind of glass. history of, of humanity. Um, stained glass. Like yeah, I've heard it's, it's really really big, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's very fun. And then there's a golf course. I went there when I was little. Haven't been there since, but I'm told it's amazing. Designed by PGA professionals, so. That's classy. That's ritzy. That's ritzy. Yeah. You know, it's got a little bit of rich sprinkle on top with that golf course. Fact of the podcast is I am very um, non-self-aware of my ritziness. <laughs> That's what we've learned today. Shoot. Okay. But what we hope you also learned was that Thanksgiving Point is the place to go. Take your kids, take your date, take your wife, take your partner, take whatever you want. Go by yourself. Stroll in the gardens and just <sighs> decompress. Decompress. What a good, worth every penny. So I've got, I've got a burning question here at the end of this Burn episode. Away. Why is it called Thanksgiving point? What about Thanksgiving does it have to do? Well, let's start with the point. Okay. So let's not, let's not get carried away with the first word. Until uh, we get getting second. ahead of myself. Right. Yeah. Uh, point of the mountain. Yep. A lot less exciting than, than the viewer, the listeners probably thought. No, it's, it's the bend um, where the current, what do they call it? Silicon slopes is what they call it now. Right. Uh, the, the tech corridor. The in east Lehigh, side of Utah. Lehigh. Yeah. Um, but Thanksgiving my research told me it was what the Ashtons wanted to call it because it was just, they were grateful, grateful sure. to give back, grateful for what they had. And it's a place to go and just enjoy and be grateful for, um, you know, nature, land around us, all that kind of stuff. I was kind of hoping like the first Thanksgiving feast in Utah was held right on those grounds. That's what I thought as a kid. I <laughs> wow, That was really? the only thing that made sense to me. Like, That's they must a... have had a feast. No. <laughs> it's all about feasts, always is. No, but, I mean, you'll feel the attitude of Thanksgiving there. You'll uh, Even in the gardens, you know, there's the, the, they have, what is it called, Light of the World exhibit. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're a Christian, you want to go see um, just really amazing sculptures of the life of, of Christ. You can go do that. They have a whole uh, thing like that. And it's just venues and, and other places to gather. Uh, Casey, did you go to Sam and Aubrey's wedding? I did not. You, I were, was, you weren't in the picture yet. I was not friends yet. Yeah, we were there. Okay. I wore my leather pants to that wedding. You did. Yep. I remember. Did, were you thankful? Sure. For, for the leather pants? For the leather pants. Okay. And for Heaven my, knows we were. My good friend, Everyone else Sam was. Aubrey. <laughs> No, but like right there, it's it's a place to come together. It's yep. really it was a beautiful, beautiful event. And so. uh, fun fact: the building I work in is owned by Thanksgiving Point. No way. Is the, it on the campus? On the campus. It's. Okay. I mean, it's at the very edge, obviously, but yeah. that's probably part of their income with the companies Surely. paying rent yeah, for that building. Yeah. But, so they're making a lot of money. <laughs> what was that, Casey? Five hundred one C. Five hundred one C. Question mark. I still question, but they do a lot of good work. They do a lot of great and work, and it's a fun though, place to be. And they actually do. This was one thing that I thought was really awesome. They, for people who are on SNAP, who are on like food stamps mm. and assistance, you can get into any venue for like three dollars. Oh my god! So that really, I think, is really commendable, and yeah. that gives five hundred one c three status. Make it. It makes it make a little more sense. Absolutely. To me, so. And you know, even on the even on the side of them needing to you know get funds to operate. You can go to their website and check out how much their passes and everything cost. Like, it's it's enough that you need to pay, obviously. But 
I don't think it's unrealistic. Like it, I'll put it's it this worth way. It. It, yeah, yeah, worth every penny for I me. I think so. It's not so much that I would be like, you know, we need to go seven or eight times just to pay this off, just to feel good about it. No, not at all. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's great. So highly recommended. And that's what I got. You guys have anything else? No, that's all I have. Yeah. Sorry. Thanksgiving point golf course. We didn't uh, go too much into it. I'm, I'm getting into golf again, but, uh, you know, maybe once I'm in the golf, we'll do a whole podcast on golf courses in Utah and we'll give Thanksgiving point its own due. I need to age a little bit more before I can get into golf, you okay. know, and shave, uh, age and shave. <laughs> Anyways, Thanksgiving point. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, folks.